Hey guys, welcome to Don't Call Me Baby, Season 2, Episode 1. I am Rachel. Um, so, as you can see, I'm in my bedroom. Um, I really just needed to get this episode done. So I think I kept putting it off because I knew it was going to be hard to start this new season and... You know, today I woke up and I was like, I'm just going to do this. So I'm in my bed. I didn't have time to go find a place to record that looks, you know, studio-ish or more professional. I didn't go over to Ian's to use his couch. I just kind of set stuff up and went for it. So this is probably going to be the most raw and real episode um, that you have seen or will see uh, for Don't Call Me Baby. Uh, let's start with, obviously changes for season two um lauren's gone she decided that the podcast was not in her best interest moving forward with her career that's fine um so she gave me that information in uh, early december and that's why it's been a minute since i decided to post because i needed to figure out how to transition this or if I wanted to go forward without her since it was both of us from the beginning. But you know what? I think this podcast is important and um, I love it. I think we talk about a lot of really good topics that other people have come to me and been like, I'm so thankful for this. Um, so, you know, we're going to do it and I'm going to do it. And if, you know, only one person at home listens to it and you end up getting something out of it, then thanks for listening. And if no one listens to it, maybe it's just for me to, I don't know, voice my thoughts and opinions and talk to my friends because this will be the only episode of season two without a guest. Um, I kind of want to do this one alone just to kind of touch on everything I want to see in this podcast moving forward. And... From now on, you know, we will have guests for each one. Um, we are also going to start streaming. So we're not going to stream this part. Um, it'll still come on Anchor. You'll still get it on your um, Apple Music, your Spotify, whatever you listen to this on. But it'll come out Monday. And then every Thursday or Friday... It'll change week to week, honestly, based on everything. Um, we're going to do a YouTube stream where it's like a live conversation where me and if my guest of the week wants to, we're going to sit down and we're going to have that conversation with you guys. If you guys have any questions or comments, you know, about what we talked about this that week, um, we're going to be there, you know, just shoot the shit, talk about things, um, try not to be too inappropriate, try not to get kicked off YouTube. And then if it goes super well, I'd love to start streaming on Twitch too. But we'll see. Ian's brother's helping me with all that. Michael, um, go check out his stream on Twitch. He is the Claw. I'll put him in the YouTube, um, the Instagram, all that. Like I'll tag all of his pages. Um, so for first of all, so this podcast was my passion project. Um, Lauren was great. She helped me get it off the ground. I really wouldn't have done it alone. Um, but it was a passion project from the beginning because I really struggled with not being the typical girl in a relationship. Um, 
you know, I'm very outspoken. I'm very independent. I run my own business. I live a little bit differently than most people. Um, I'm slightly nomadic. Like, obviously, I have a bedroom, but I am... You can ask my roommate. I'm here, like, once a week. Uh, I love traveling. I love doing other things. Um, I've literally lived... You know, where I was airbnb out my home and would just crash with friends. Like, I did that for six or seven months straight. So, I don't... My life is, like, different. And a lot of guys freak out about that. And that was one thing me and Lauren bonded over when we started the podcast was... She was different and she struggled with getting guys to, like, understand her. And she struggled with how to communicate to them and all this other stuff. And so, it was a bonding thing. And that's why we started the podcast was to kind of talk about things that aren't talked about. Um, And I think it was really good. And I think it is a really good thing. Um, So the first season was very sexually forward. We talked about sex pretty much exclusively. Some type of sexual something. I think we had maybe three episodes where that was not the main focus. And it was still in there just wasn't the absolute main focus so this season um I want to do something a little differently we're gonna be we're still gonna have sexual conversations for sure um because I think that's the thing people feel the most taboo about and they don't talk about it enough to actually understand their partner they don't talk about it enough to understand their friends um it's just not communicated well and a lot of times people aren't satisfied in sex like because they can't tell their partner what they want or it takes a long time for them to warm up and so I feel like the topics we talked about in season one were great for that because a lot of people were able to listen to it with the person they were seeing you know I got a lot of feedback on that um so that's going to continue actually the first one like episode two is going to be about ethical, um, dominant, submissive relationships and, like, predator situations, how to tell the difference between those two. So kind of getting a little more serious, but also having the fun side of, like, you know, talking about, like, dom and sub and aftercare and, you know, what's too far and how to communicate if you just like hair pulling or if you like hair pulling and choking or if you like being tied to a bed and, you know, flogged, like... We're going to dive into that, like, and I think that'll be a good one. Um, But I also want to get more into very real, like, more emotional side, serious issue conversation. So I think we're going to do some, like, body positivity ones. We're going to do some, um, we're going to do one on, like, losing a children and abortion. Um, We're going to do one on, like, kind of becoming an adult. I'm sorry, I'm kind of, I outlined the whole thing so I'm kind of reading through it um we're gonna talk about losing your virginity like precursors to it sexting um for the younger crowd like how to do it safely because I know I never had that as a kid like my parents were just like abstinence boom and that doesn't work and if any of you believe it works then more power to you but it doesn't work Um, we're going to talk about situationships, we're going to talk about abusive relationships, so we're going to get into some more heavy stuff, we're also going to do, like, What Women Want to Know, a part two, so Ian was in part one, that was episode ten of season one, we're going to do a part two, but this time we're going to have, like, four guys, 
So it's going to be more something they can debate. And then, like, you know, I'll ask them a question and, like, they'll have different answers. So we'll get a more rounded opinion of what women want to know. Um, and then I think I'm going to do something where someone comes in or a few people come in and ask, like, me questions. Because that's what a lot of people, like, have, like, put up questions about me and, like, my inbox and in the don't call me baby inbox. So we might do something like that. It's just going to be, I think it's going to be a good one. Uh, we're going to do, like, social media and taking pictures in a relationship. Do you have to? Um, if one person wants to and one person doesn't, where's the compromise? Um, situationships, that's going to be my favorite one. I like situationships. Most people don't, but it's fine. Um, so yeah, that's the topics or the basic gist of it. Um, we definitely, me and Lauren actually outlined this together and I will give her partial credit for that. But our goal for that one was to, um, just kind of take a more serious look at like what our platform is and it doesn't need to be all sex. Again, I still think it's really important, but it doesn't need to be all that. So we're going to you know, dive into some serious stuff, I think, and maybe get to more audiences. Um, and I think that'll be really fun to talk about a lot of these things on a forum like Twitch or YouTube where we're streaming it live and people can like ask us questions because then, you know, we'll get to hear other people's opinions and it won't just be me and a guest. It'll be you guys, you know, everyone will come and talk and it'll be good. Um, so, all that out of the way, thank you to anybody who is listening to season two. I'm sure some people have fallen off the grid thinking that we just stopped after season one, but we are back better than ever. Um, so this topic for my first episode alone, it's gonna be a fun one. It's about friendship. Um, I guess more... I don't know if it's technically friendship. I think it's more just surrounding yourself with good people who stay true to you, who do not believe lies. Um, I guess it's a more loyalty subject. Um, So yeah, we're going to dive into that. This is honestly probably going to be the shortest episode that you guys have seen. I'm guessing it's not going to be more than like 30 minutes, maybe less because it's just me and I sound crazy. I'm pretty sure I just scared my roommate off. I heard the door open a little bit ago and then close. So me talking to myself out loud for a really long time might make me insane. Um, But we're gonna do this anyway. So this is, this topic is gonna be more so on like loyalty. And then if you have issues with a friend, talk to them. Um, and I have so many examples and I'm not going to use half of them because I'm not a complete bitch, but the biggest thing that I have put in every single podcast, every episode is communicate. You have to communicate with people in your life. That includes enemies, friends, relationship, family. You have to communicate if something is wrong. You have to tell someone if they did something wrong so that they can fix it. And if you don't give someone the chance to know what they did wrong or to fix what they did wrong, then how the fuck are they supposed to know what they did wrong or how to fix it? Like, if anyone would like to tell me that, please do it on our YouTube thing. Um, 
Um, but seriously, like, there are two sides to any story. Every story. So, I don't understand, and this has happened, and not just to me, to people in my life since I was a kid, but people just stop talking to other people. And I'm sure a lot of you have experienced that. Like, someone pisses you off and you just end it. Like, they did something, oh my gosh, it's too horrible. I'm not going to talk to them anymore. Or I'm going to, you know, distance myself. Or I'm going to do this or that. Like, and everyone's, I mean, I've done that. I'm not proud of it. You know, I'm growing. I'm consistently getting better at not distancing myself from people and instead having those conversations. Um, and don't get me wrong. If someone hurts you and affects you negatively, I definitely think that if distance is what you need for your own mental health, you should take it. I just believe a conversation should happen letting the person know you're doing that. Um, Because if you don't let someone know, how are they supposed to grow as a person? How are they supposed to not do that to someone else? Whatever it is. How are they supposed to know that you don't want to talk to them anymore, that you hurt them? How are they supposed to apologize to you? So... I guess that's where loyalty comes in, and I feel a very strong sense of loyalty to everyone that comes into my life, to everyone that I'm friends with, that I don't like talking bad about people, and it doesn't mean I never do it. I mean, I'm not perfect, but I try really hard not to, Um, and if someone hurts me, I give them the option to make it right. Not everyone wants to. Some people just want to be left alone, Um, but I give people all the benefits of the doubt and all the chances to make it right. And most of the time, they do. Like, if I go up to someone and say, hey, you fucked up and this is what you did and say it nicely, like, you can't come at someone attacking them. Don't get me wrong. But if you, like, are like, hey, let's get coffee, sit down, talk to that person and be like, hey, this affected me this way. They're going to have two choices. They're either going to get angry and fight back and say, no, like, fuck you, I didn't do this, or you're blowing this out of proportion, or take a narcissistic approach to it, or they're going to be like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I didn't know this affected you this way, or oh my god, this was a misunderstanding, here's my side and here's your side, and this is what you saw, and therefore I'm sorry you saw it like this, but this is the reality, like, It doesn't mean if someone comes at you and says, hey, you did this wrong, that you have to agree with them if you don't. It just means, like, explain yourself, not in a, like, defensive manner, but just be like, hey, this is what happened, and this is what went wrong, and I'm sorry for how you feel, like, this is how I feel, or this is what happened, or this is my side of it, and normally you can come to a, like, middle ground. Um, I actually just went through this in Florida. Like, one of my friends, I did them wrong. Don't get me wrong. Um, but it wasn't on the level, I think. Like, it it was never my intention to hurt them. And we were, she came up to me and she's like, hey, let's talk. And we had a really good conversation where I was actually able to correct some of the things that had happened like a year ago that she thought happened one way but they happened a different way. Or she th- her, she thought my mindset was one thing, but it wasn't. It was a completely different thing, like trauma-related. 
And so she was able to better understand, like, my actions from, like, a year ago, which helped her, like, let go of something she not had been holding on to, but just kind of, like, it made me seem more dramatic than I was because she misinterpreted it or I didn't explain it right. I don't think we ever figured out that side, but that wasn't important because once we both, like, kind of told our sides of the story and had that conversation, like, it was instantly, like, we were okay. And I think that's, like, that after I went through some, like, friend stuff in December showed me, like, I want to do better. Like, I I want people to come to me when they have an issue with me, and I want them to talk it out. And her doing that and us just, I mean, I listened to her, she listened to me, like, yeah, there were, I don't think there were heated moments, there were just moments where we needed, you know, like, to kind of, like, not talk over each other, but we're both... I mean, I'm Italian, you know, like, so I tend to talk over people. I'm sure you can see that in every podcast I did with Lauren. But it kind of showed me that I really want people to come and talk to me. And I also need to be better about going and talking to people when they hurt me. I'm pretty good at it. Like, I try really hard to, like, have that conversation with someone, but I'm not always perfect at it. Um, sometimes if someone hurts me, I'm just like, well, fuck this. And I walk away, whether it be for, you know, an hour or five or a week. And yes, sometimes it's good to take some time and de-escalate and then come at it with like a clear conscience. But, um, just talk to your friends. Damn. That's all I'm trying to get across here. Like most people don't mean to hurt you. Most people aren't out to get you. Most people don't want to offend you. Most people would do anything to, like, keep good friendships that they have. And as a community, I don't think we are super good at communicating as a world. Like, friendships, unfortunately, for the most part, are disposable in our brains. Unless you have, like, a really good best friend. Like, most friendships, you're like, all right, I could, you know, like, if you leave, I'm fine. But that's why so many of us don't have friendships from high school. You know, don't have friendships from, like, college. The older we get. The oldest friend I have I met when I was 19. And she's, you know, my heart. Like, best friend. But she's the only friend I have. From, like, before my engagement. During my engagement. Like... Up until I moved back to Greenville, she's, like, the oldest friend I have. Like, and the only friend up until I was, like, 22. And then I started making more friends. And that kind of resonates with me because it shows how bad I was at, like, having those conversations with people. My best friend, up until I was, like, 19, we had a threesome. And then instantly stopped talking because both of us felt so awkward about it. And it wasn't her and it wasn't me. It was my ex that made it so awkward. And I just decided not to deal with it. And she felt awkward about it, which who wouldn't? She fucked her best friend's, you know, boyfriend or whatever. Um, But because of that, like, we just kind of stopped talking and never really picked back up until like this year. And she just had a baby. And I like we finally reconnected and it was great but it's like it's never going to be the same because we didn't fix it in that moment so now it's just like we're old friends that get together once every six months to a year 
and that's great like at least we have that but it could have been so much better if we had just talked you know like the next day or the next week or even within the month it would have been so much easier like yeah um so yeah there's my rant I guess um There's so much quiet space at the moment. Sorry, guys. Normally, you know, I have someone talking, so if I have a quiet moment, someone else is filling in, you know, those blanks. But I just want to... Oh, also, and I'm sorry, this is going to be another rant, and that's fine. And you know what? If this makes me lose all my followers, I'll find new ones who love me. And that's okay. But if you f don't talk to me and don't like me and have chosen to fully distance yourself from me, why in the actual fuck do you still follow me on Instagram? Like, are you hoping I'll fail? Or is that just like you're in just in case you decide I'm like a different person? Like, who does that? I don't understand social media. Like, I... I stop following people when I don't, ha like, like them. Like, if I have nothing to say to you and you've hurt me and, like, we are done being friends, then you get unfollowed. And that's not a petty thing. That's more like a, if we aren't going to be in each other's lives, I don't need to see your life. Like, if I have nothing against you and, like, we just drift apart, but, like, you know, I want to catch up with you eventually and, like, I like seeing your life, you know, that's one thing. But if we actually have a falling out... Why in the world do you want to follow me on Instagram? Why do you want to be my friend on Facebook? Like, why do you want to see my pictures and videos and everything else? Why do you want to watch my stories? I don't understand it. Like, it doesn't make logical sense to me. And I find it super hilarious when people do that. Like, it almost makes me just want to change my account, but I'm not going to do that because my account has, like, you know, a thousand pictures on it and I'm not going to give that up but it just confuses me I guess and then I don't know I've always like thought when people don't like are done with you but they follow you they just are waiting to see you fail or they're waiting to see you fuck up or they're waiting you know for that shoe to drop for them to feel better that you have failed at something or you're miserable in some way and that's just so depressing to me. And if that's not the case, then fine. I mean, I'm not saying I'm fully right in this, but why in the world do you want to follow me? Like, what do you gain from that? It's just a question that I think we are going to talk on the YouTube stream because it's honestly piqued my curiosity. And I want to know what you guys think. Like, do you follow people that you hate or that you dislike or, you know, that you have pushed out of your life like do you still follow them is it because you just like don't care enough to delete them is it because they did you wrong and you're like well I really hope that you know they end up getting karma and so you want to see their karma do you like what do you want out of that and if you're like me and you just kind of unfollow when you get to that point with someone why do you do that like for me it's just it's not petty it's literally just like 
I have no use seeing your stuff. Like, it doesn't do me any good, and if you did me wrong, I really still hope the best for you. Like, I hope the best for everyone, and there are three people I don't hope the best for. And those three people have been in jail because of me. So, um, other than them, like, I don't wish negativity on people long term. Every now and then I'm like, well, fuck you. But, like... I don't want to see someone's life go up in smoke. I don't want to see someone fail. So I guess I'm just curious as to why, you know, why do you guys unfollow if you do, if you're like me? Um, yeah, curiosity. I have a lot of curiosity. Um, also, I'm going to say this, and this is my philosophy on friendship. Long distance best friends are the best, especially if you're a girl and you have girl long distance best friends. I'm not saying I don't wish Ryan and Courtney lived a lot closer, but at the same time, like, I think having space and being able to truly enjoy each other's company when you're around each other and, like, not go through random petty drama that you go through with your everyday friends builds your friendship stronger because you're able to call that best friend and vent about these people that are in your everyday life. And... You know, you're able to, like, bond with them in a different way. You're able to, like, call them when you're happy or sad and, like, they want to be there for you. Um, and then you see them whether it's, you know, once a month, once a year. Oh, excuse me. Once, however often. And you're genuinely just so happy to be around them. Like, it's not like you see them three times a week and you have nothing to talk about because you see each other all the time. Um... It's just, like, this genuine happiness. And for me, like, I get along a lot better with guys most of the time. Like, I have some really good girlfriends, and I'm very lucky in that respect. But a lot of the guys that have been, like, my really close friends, I get along with better, I think, in close proximity. Because they're guys, and they're more logical, not emotional. But I think most girls that I'm... I become friends with and that live really close and that I see all the time it's like harder for me to not get caught up in drama just because there's like we're girls and I that's so sexist and I hate even saying it but like girls do get emotional and I think that's where a lot of the like not communicating and just cutting people off is like not that there aren't guys that do that too. And I mean, I've definitely, you know, been cut off by a guy before that was my friend. But a lot of girls do it and they just don't want to deal with the emotional side of it. I don't think they want to deal with someone else getting emotional when they have that conversation and they don't want to deal with getting emotional when they have that conversation. So instead, they just don't have the conversation. And that's like really hard. So I think, like, a lot of long-distance best friends, like, that's why they lost longer. And that's just a side note because I'm looking at pictures of my best friends that are behind the camera. And it's making me really happy while I'm talking about all the sad friendships I've had go wrong in the last year. Um, But, yeah. I think just the real thing I wanted to get across here was fucking communicate, guys. Like, communicate with your friends. Communicate with your family. If someone does you wrong, talk it out. Because I guarantee you, if they are a decent human being and you talk to them and you go to them, (coughs) not with, like, anger. You know, you can't go to to someone and, like, attack them. That doesn't work for anyone. 
Excuse me. God, I'm tired. Um, But if you go to them with like, hey, I want to talk this out. You know, I want to have this conversation. And you have a good conversation with them. Then normally, like, everything will get fixed. And if you receive it well, and if, you know, like, if you're on the receiving end or you, like, say it well and you listen to them, because sometimes they might have, you know, a side to the story. Like, there are two sides to every story. And, like, you might feel that they hurt you in this way, but they might legitimately have, like, not, you know, like, not meant to, not known that they did anything in that way to do it. Like, don't leave someone confused as to why you're not their friend anymore. Like, don't do that. That's so petty. Like, I'm sorry. But just, like, communicate. It doesn't mean you have to stay friends with them. It really doesn't. Like, just have communication. Talk it out. Um, that's all I really have to say. I hope you guys enjoyed my monologue. Really long monologue. And I feel like I went down rabbit trails. And I don't even know if I fully got my point across. So... Um, you know, I hope to see a few people, maybe. If I could have at least five people join my stream, that would be fantastic. Um, I'm gonna put the date out on Instagram for when I start the stream. It's gonna be Thursday or Friday when this comes out. Uh, like, this will come out on Monday, so the Thursday or Friday after. But, um... I am going to link where to get, like, you know, where to go to see my stream, um, my stream name, all this stuff that I did this on a whim and I planned on having everything fully set up by the time I did this episode, but I knew if I didn't do it, then it just wouldn't happen and I'd keep putting it off like I have been for the past, like, week, um, and I don't want to do that. Like, I want to have these conversations. Please join me. Um, I think it would be really awesome, you know, to just kind of chat with you guys and see where your head's at with this whole conversation. Um, if you have nothing, if you have really mean things to say to me about this, and there's only like three people that I can think of that would come on and say them, please stay off. And if you do, like, have some guts and text me directly. But other than that, just um, y'all come enjoy time. Bring some alcohol. I'm going to be drinking during the whole stream. Um, check our Instagram for, you know, when that's coming out. And thank you for listening to my ramble. Bye!